Hey guys, Dustin Wynn, and you're listening to Bat Force Radio. Hey, this is Scott Snyder, and you're listening to Bat Force Radio. This is Paul Dini, listening to Bat Force Radio. This is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, and you're listening to Bat Force Radio, so stay tuned. Back to Bat Force Radio, the only Batman podcast where it has a guy that doesn't like fucking Kevin Smith. We got Bat Force Tom over in sunny California. I love Kevin Smith, for the record. We got Trunkashi69 over in Chirac. Hey, what's going on? And we got Robin DeCross <laughs> up in Canada. I love Kevin Smith too, eh? Trunkashi's like, oh, I gotta get this going. <laughs> Stack episode for the date of 28. March 20. 20- 8th 2018 we got the the finale to dark knight's metal dark knight's metal number six we got doomsday clock number four uh we got uh detective comics number 977 mm-hmm. um and uh, what else we got guys would uh would you get on the, the back burners <clears throat> if we got time to cram some stuff in uh i thought i heard robin read the terrifics all right yeah. um trunkler did you read anything else i read wonder woman wonder woman nice did you read scooby-doo <laughs> oh, man, I think I didn't even. I, I think it might have eluded me this week. I uh, I had to jump on the uh, Hal Jordan and the Green Lantern Corps because I saw that uh, they've had a very sweet General Zod arc, and I had to get me some Zod. Zod, oh, yeah. yeah. Big, big Zod uh, I'm cut. planning to read uh, Mother Pan- Mother Panic Gotham AD number one. Uh, I just haven't had time yet. Oh. Glad Mother Panic's starting to get some spotlight now. They're doing the crossovers. Gotham City comic book on a mature label. That's Young Animal. That's a really cool character, man. I hope she starts blowing up because uh, the design for her is so cool, man. It's just mm. uh, yeah, really different. Dark Knight's Metal number six, the finale to Dark Knight's Metal. There were some things I really liked about this issue, and there were some things that I really did not like about this issue. But let's open it up and see what everyone thinks. Um, what you guys? How'd you guys think it wrapped up? I uh, I think I I uh, went with trunks in the fact that um, we were worried about how all this stuff would get wrapped up in one issue, considering where uh, issue five left. For those who had been reading, you know that uh, it seemed like issue five almost felt like an issue one or two, with how mm-hmm. It sets up the fucking downfall of every plan that they try to put together. So normally, like, it starts out with, um, you know, uh, adversity and, like, plans not working. So you have to figure out how to fix it. But it's it was, like, one bad accident happening after the, after the other. And issue five was, like, the worst of it. So uh, I was worried. I was, like, generally worried to see how the hell... Uh, the characters were going to pull out a win. Going off that, I was surprised at how we were talking a little bit before we got on air. Uh, Snyder kind of put everything in a nice little bow, this issue. And I know, Robin, you were saying that a lot of times with event books, it feels like people don't end the event. They just kind of, you know, they go into a part two. But what I think he did was very subtly weave in uh, Flash War that's coming out of it. And... Uh, mm-hmm. 
No Justice that's going to spin out of it. And and everything else. There's so many other books that are coming of it. And yeah. uh, we, we already have books that are uh, the terrifics. Yeah, that are uh, Issue going 2 on. is already out. And, you know, it's, uh, it's all... Issue 1 was, for the most part, took place in the Dark Multiverse. What I was worried about was uh-huh. all that stuff saturating the story and getting rushed and pushed in to where it was going to be a book to just sell those events. But it, it really felt like those were just little minute parts that they're going to tell you about later on. And uh, we got mostly the metal stuff in this issue. And I kind of see it. Um, I've always thought Scott Snyder is is a great read uh, with the entirety of his uh, work. So like if it's you know in trade or however you want to do it, but maybe issues, a couple issues at a time. I knew that this one was so chunky um, that it would need to be kind of written. So every time I read uh, a new metal issue, I usually read the one right before it just to kind of pick up and remember what I was reading before. This time I didn't do that, but I still knew what was going on. So that's a plus. But what I also loved about it is he introduced um, little bits of the DC universe that I feel like, and he might have been, do- and this basically doing this the whole the whole run of metal. But he's been giving us pieces and characters that were really really undervalued. And like uh, New 52 and in Rebirth, I didn't realize that Hawkman was going to be such a focal point for this story. So it made me really look forward to seeing that Hawkman book uh, come out as well as uh, I want to read the Terrifics now because I really liked Mr. Terrific in it. Um, Martian Manhunter was fucking cool to see. Spoilers, but Martian Manhunter and Hawk Girl sound like they're now official Justice League members, like top tier members. Um, That's a trip. Seeing the fucking... Elseworlds Batman get thrown in there was very cool. Um, I will have to admit, though, when we'll talk to Scott about this, I feel like uh, seeing them was awesome. Having them fucking duke it out would be cooler because it kind of felt like Stormy Daniels telling us she had an affair with Trump, um, but not like showing us proof of that yep. of that affair with Trump. But I know yeah, that that's... that's coming in the 60 Minutes interview, so I'm very excited about that. Um, mm. But maybe, I don't know, because I'm, I'm almost like, fuck, like, is there going to be like a plan for this like later down the road like is scott hinting at something um what was he you know i, what was I, he... I don't think so well, i think um i think he did exactly what he did with all-star batman where it was like oh look here's a page or a panel with this really cool character a villain a rogue just to give and us, then just to get well, our nips where hard. is he like um right. like with the the gentleman ghost and all-star when, when you know everyone lost their minds and then <laughs> we never got it we never got anything yeah he and, was uh, stuck on the train to be fair yeah. though uh scott didn't get to finish all-star so who knows what, what's gonna happen with that but um well that was in that arc though the uh my own worst enemy yeah but it was cool so you, so you had what uh, you had the vampire batman uh you know red rain you had red sun batman you had dark DKR. who was the one uh was it was it gotham was, by gaslight as well. was that what it was i couldn't yeah. really tell um because he was in the top right and he was kind of like sideways yeah, yeah you could tell the, the cow like the way it's little uh, like kind head. of like a hood almost or like a big collar dude i, I want that in a fucking print yeah that, like, that was a really cool oh. moment but then i was like oh that's just a crowd pleaser page isn't it like that that really like i wouldn't say it pissed me off but it was kind of like i guess it was like a tease quick shout out to greg capullo though yeah i mean this artwork it's fucking awesome dude like it doesn't matter how good or bad the writing is this all fucking artwork is so fucking good for that picture specifically uh where all the the batmen are jumping down to kind of help out uh the submarine in the background who's in that it's cyborg and i can't make out who else is in there uh raven yeah, you you're right. Uh, Raven and Flash are in there. Okay, I, I could. It was, 
I tried to zoom in, but my, my phone was all grainy. I, I you know I, this is something that I probably can't remember. What's the significance of the submarine? I think it was wasn't it so they could travel through the different multiverses on the same musical tone. All right, so that's a basic. It's a huge fucking nod to the Beatles, then, right? Yellow submarine. Yeah, I would because when I saw that, that's the first thing I noticed. It's this yellow fucking submarine music, metal. Um, <laughs> and not that Beatles. Beatles are in no shape or form metal, but the Beatles fucking arguably were one of the people that started rock and roll. So you got to trace it mm. all the way back in that sense. Yeah, but I thought that was um, cool, man. I, I that that, yeah. that that picture is probably my number two highlight of the issue. Um, I, I I will say I'm, <clears throat> I have to agree with you on the fact that. Here, you know, you've got Barbados. Uh, he just attacked. Um, he just struck down uh, Hawkman. He's like, you know, who's you know who's gonna come? And then you see all the you know the the Batman from the different multiverses. You know, like the DKR, Red Sun, etc. That was it. I mean, I I would have I would have. I mean, I think the cover price is what four ninety nine. I'd pay six ninety nine for about about you know, for extra pages just to see. I would love to see you know any of these you know closer ups of these Batman mm. fighting. You want the Snyder Cut? Like, yeah, I want the Snyder Cut. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's the Scott Snyder Cut. <laughs> well, has he been but doing the director's cut for all of these issues, or was it just the first one? Just the first one they did. I, w- I would like to see if maybe he had put more in the um, script that uh, maybe editing said. That's going to be way too long of an issue cut back. Not just with that, but maybe just in general with story as well. Um, I mean, I think I think, uh, I think he had to also take into consideration kind of what we were talking about in that there's so much that he has to wrap up in this one issue. He doesn't want to fucking weigh anything down, and he also doesn't want to take away too much from the metal storyline because um, he's already yeah. given us all this shit that he's got to explain. And if he's throwing in, like, the, you know... Um, the the other Batman, you know, that could easily go into its own storyline, and I'm sure as much as he wanted to, he probably was either told not to, or uh, was, you know, he decided against it. But um, what do you guys think of this issue fitting into the story as a whole? Uh, well, first, just just as a finale, uh, before getting into the whole the whole story. I think the, it's obvious that the hardest part of doing any story is the ending. We see so many stories that start out awesome or the middle is awesome. People love it. Everyone's really pumped for, for each issue. And it's really hard to stick that landing at the end, that an ending that pleases everyone. Uh, and like you mentioned earlier, we were talking about before how a lot of stories don't really resolve at the end, you know, where, where it's advertised that they will. You don't get the full payoff at the end. You get and see what happens next in this. But this delivered uh, not only a resolution to the main story, so you know, we saw Barbados stopped, uh, saw how he was stopped, you know, how he was undone, everyone coming together, and all these uh, other versions of characters from, from other worlds. Uh, and we also got the big showdown that you know everybody wanted. We had to see the showdown of regular old Batman versus the Batman who laughs. Oh and fuck! The, the, the way that that largely mirrored the uh, the Batman and Joker fight in Endgame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then you throw in like, also to that it was a really like, I I don't know how I didn't see this coming. That of course you know he's gonna he's going into to go head to head with a guy who is. A combination of himself and the Joker. Of course, he brings the Joker as backup. Yeah, I didn't, and I didn't that, see that. I thought that, I thought that was the best part of the whole 
issue. issue. I fuck. That's my yeah. number one. That was my number one. Cause, yeah. Because you don't fuck with the Joker. Yeah. yeah. Not even Batman well, in Alaska fuck with the Joker. It's just the Joker's a Joker. As readers, uh, was it was it an issue one or was it the prelude to metal where we saw that uh, what was it Hal Jordan found the Joker like in yeah, the yeah he and uh, he and Duke yeah, yeah prelude he was writing like scratching stuff on the wall or something I don't remember exactly what the Joker had said but then after that it was done and dusted you never yeah saw yeah again. And that kind of not pissed me off, but I was like, what the fuck? Like, what was that all about? Why is Joker in the fucking yeah. Batcave? And it all makes sense now because he had planned for that since the beginning that he knew that he was going to fucking need him. And it's like, holy shit, like, no fucking wonder, you know? So that, yeah. that I think, uh, that was also my favorite part is seeing that reveal of the Joker helping him out, seeing how ruthless the Joker was, fucking gassing the hand and then chopping the fingers off uh, super brutal the, he had like a butcher knife in the shape of a batarang <laughs> yeah. that was sick so yeah i mean oh man like it's it's it's, it's weird though because like it was cool but i feel like this is the third time they've had a big fight and similar dialogue in the bat cave at the end with the joker and the joker involved and whatnot and i think there was just too much to live up to to end this thing you know i uh I really hope that they keep the Dark Knights around, and I hope they bring in all the other Batman. From- I hope this ain't just one of those things where he just shelves everything again. You know what I mean? Like, where the fuck is well, Mr. Yeah. Bloom? You know. Last time he was on, uh, what was that episode for issue five? Maybe issue four or five when Scott was on last. Uh, he did say that the success of the one-shot issues of the other Dark Knights. Oh, yeah. Uh, meant that DC would let him continue using them. Yeah. yeah they were really but the, well, the only other thing was, um, about some of these Dark Knights is we only get to see some of the Dark Knights. Uh, one of them we specifically see Assume gets killed. Boobs. Yeah, we do see boobs, but then we see Arthur, yeah. they say like a trident right through. Bryce? Yeah. Yeah, man. It's like, one, like, but, you know, it's, it's we, bad enough that... Said, <laughs> that's why you don't like it. You killed off your favorite one. It's bad enough that I, you know, the the Ivy arc didn't end that good this week. Now they got to fuck Bryce up for me too. <laughs> like, what more do you want keep, from me? You're man? having a bad couple of weeks, keep man. It, keep in mind that we've, yeah, we've we've already seen regular main world Batman die how many times? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, someone dying doesn't mean they're dead. Yeah, no, you know, I'm sure we'll, we'll see the Batman who laughs again and. He'll have his little fingers back on his hand too. The thing too, like they didn't fucking kill Barbados. He's still there. Like, so they yeah, could yeah. they could Ghostbusters that shit where he's just living dormant under the city for however long, and then he comes back. Yeah, that's what I thought was crazy. I'm like, they didn't even fucking kill the guy. Like, he's still down there. That shit's not safe. I don't know if we were supposed <laughs> to get like a definitive identity of Barbados or not. I don't know if we were. Some same thing like Bloom. You know, we still don't know who the fuck he is. So it felt like a, a little. I don't know, anticlimactic, whatever, with that. Oh, uh, and what what did you guys think of uh, the over-monitor being that prisoner that Batman Who Laughs had been uh, holding? That was pretty nutty because I didn't think I didn't think it was him at all. No. Yeah, yeah, I I never thought of it either. You know, like I thought it was going to be like a, a another Batman from yeah. an, you know some world or uh, or Superman from another world or something. I I did not go that deep, and <clears throat> I really don't know how many people reading this because. Let's keep in mind that a lot of current comic readers, you know, people that are reading a Batman story like this at its heart is. A lot of uh, current Batman readers are people that got in during the Snyder and Capullo era. So I don't know how many of them know at all who the Overmonitor is. Yeah, I doubt many. 
if any. Yeah, Dark Knight's Metal and uh, Doomsday Clock are definitely not jump on friendly. You need to yeah. <laughs> need to know your. She needs to have your yeah. prereqs on you on you know in order, man. Specifically, you... specifically Grant Morrison stuff. Yeah, uh, sure. Over monitor. Yeah. Uh, I I don't remember. I I think Morrison might have created him, but he definitely used him. It's like advanced level DC comic reading yeah. shit right here. Isn't you know, it, was it Final uh, Crisis? Was, yeah, so around was, the, and maybe another stuff too. Yeah, I, I would have never guessed it was the Overmonitor was the one that was caught. I right before reading this, I was I read the previous issue and I was thinking about it and I thought, what if it was Thomas Wayne from you know Earth Two mm-hmm. that yeah. he had or, or, and or Takashi Six Nine? I thought about that too. Like. That would have been a crazy <laughs> reveal. <laughs> Pulls off that bandage and it's just rainbow teeth. <laughs> 2011. I kind of dug um the 10th metal armor. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, yeah. Especially how Greg drew it was really cool. Where you kind of like had a, like a little brightest state thing going on for me. Like uh, just look pretty, you know, like they're just heavenly godly heroes, you know, fighting the darkness and whatnot. He looked, I, I looked... love Nightwing's reaction when yeah. <laughs> when he saw that when Damien's like, "See, Father always returns," and Nightwing <laughs> says. Riding a Joker dragon and glowing because, of <laughs> course, he is. Yeah, he did. Awesome art, man. The colorist. Shout out to the, whoever colored this, yeah. too. Is it FCO or? Uh, yeah, yeah, FCO. I, I think they really they stepped it up this issue because I'm not saying the art was bad, like the last two issues, but for some reason it just fucking jumped this one. And like you said, I don't know if it was maybe the colors that, that helped and they changed it up in that sense, but it looked yeah. brighter, it looked crazier, it looked bigger. I, I liked, you know what I wished? I wished we would see fucking Harder Call have broken out a little bit more and done some, well, I mean, actually, never mind. He fucking did. He swung that big fucking axe. Yeah, right. So they, they drew him really yeah, cool. Yeah, That's that was like, cool. That, that, that would make a really cool action figure, that yeah. monstrous Hawkman, dude. Just <laughs> bong, you know. But, uh, I liked some... it, too. I liked it, too, kind of like the way the story went with, like, um, the way that they got out of syncing was basically Wonder Woman and Hawk Girl fucking diving deeper and going even further down. And like yeah. sucking up Carter Hall and bringing him back up in that sense. So, because I was like, all right, this shit is fucking sunk to as deep as it's gonna go. Like, you can't bring it back up. What are you gonna do? And then she just dives deeper. I'm like, okay, that makes sense for sure. So what happens when they just and uh, Carter they defeat Barbados and trap him, and, and then all the the Just League members have this tenth metal armor on, and then they hold hands. And start singing the latest Takashi song. I mean, uh, is this when they open up parts of the multiverse? Is that what happens? Like, because it's all in this journal. It's, like, they think this yeah. is the end, but it's where the journal starts. So, well, he, the way he explains it in the epilogue is that uh, it's like there was a fishbowl and they cracked it open, right? And now it's like spilling into the 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 multiverse. So yeah, yeah so it's like, uh, and it it kind of makes sense as to now why. You know, if you want to spin it out into like no justice, why they they have to have teams probably going in different directions of the multiverse now, mm-hmm. headed by different members. But Immortal Men's going to be good too. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. they made reference to Immortal Men. Yeah, um, it looks. See, I cool. like I like how literally all it was was just fucking mentions. Like they didn't mm-hmm. try to put in a whole another storyline. They didn't try to like, um, mm-hmm. you know, build up this big story that that's because that that's usually what kills it for uh, crossovers for me is that like. I don't get the resolution of the main story, and I'm having to see how all these fucking crossovers now coming in. But I really like how they didn't try to stuff anything down your throats. Um, 
you know, it's not like we were on our fourth or fifth slice of Giordano's and you're looking at the the dessert tray, you know, praying. Um, <laughs> took it nice and easy, you know? Yeah. But I, I have, like, millions of questions for Snyder now. Like, a million fucking well, questions. I mean, I don't know how I wanted it to end or preferred it to end. I, I, think, I think it was... There was a lot of hype in this book, and I guess it's just another opening you know like he's literally opening up more doors for uh, for other oncoming um stories and new teams and uh yeah. you know everything that dc has planned you, for got, us, you so. gotta look and see, you gotta look and see what he did though for dc in general he fucking brought back hawkman as a badass brought back martian manhunter who is a fucking badass uh hot, hot girls back fucking plastic man plastic man I com- dude, yeah, yeah dude some some people say he's one of the most powerful in the fucking uh, DC universe. He can turn into yeah, yeah, dude. And then on so, like I, you know I don't want to I don't want to fill my plate up here like I'm at a hometown buffet. But the only thing that's like that Snyder could have done that would have made me just like bust a nut is if he would have made Blue Beetle badass in this thing. Like he brought back everybody who no one like gave a fuck about the last like five years. You know what I mean? You know yeah. what? I'm happy that he shoehorned Deathstroke in. Ha! As I a think, good as a hero, because I think he uh, <laughs> Deathstroke's just a businessman, dude. <laughs> you know, like, but he uh, it's like he didn't have to be there. But I think Snyder understands the importance of that character too. So that was kind of cool that he was in it. Um, and he did have a use for being there because he was able to sense the nth metal. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, and, they, uh, they could have used Zatanna he, in this one too. Oh, you mean Zatna with, with Doctor yeah. Fate? That would have been. Doctor I guess you, fuh, know, you can only use so many Another Fate cool was in thing this. is. Uh, as a result of this series, with all the series that are following it from from other writers, uh, the other characters that are coming back too. Uh, in the announcements today at WonderCon, they were talking about the teams on the new Justice League books that are coming, and Miss Martian is going to be back too. Yeah, Megan Megan Mars. She's a pretty cool character. I yeah. Yeah. She's coming back, and then in Terrifics, we have Metamorpho is back. <clears throat> what do you guys think of the uh, Batman after party? What um, what happens at a Batman party stays at a Batman party. Real quick, I know I talked to Robin about this, but does anybody else think that the epilogue was drawn by Janin? It looks like it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it obviously yeah. was, but... Uh, it's something you see a lot, you know, an epilogue to a story, you know, it, it was sort yeah. of a separate thing. No credit? So, you know, it... It wasn't surprising that uh, that it was drawn by someone else. Yeah, I didn't see any any credit, but it's sure. not like you know they weren't going to put his name on the cover and give away that something happened in the end. Got it. What a, what a, what a happy fucking ending! Everyone's dancing like it's the Nickelodeon yeah. Kids Awards and shit. You know, fucking surfboards well, uh, everywhere. Uh, <laughs> I, I was keeping in mind that a lot of this story was just. Uh, about Scott wanting to have fun and do some crazy stuff, and yeah. that's exactly what was happening at the. I think he asked was... Greg, "Greg, what do you want?" He's like, "Oh, it'd be cool if we ended if we had yeah. everyone jamming out and you know Alfred on the drums." <laughs> I and... think I think this whole like, story okay. since day one has been an excuse to get a, an Alfred drum solo. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> I'm just like I I, I kind of cringed at the Swamp Thing bow tie. I'm just like, just oh my like, god, yeah. this shit was I'm fucking like, hilarious. That's really that's that's but, uh, that's Greg Capullo at 2 a.m. on a Thursday night, just not giving a <laughs> fuck. Yeah, that's some, that's some Tom did, King he shit. Didn't, he Tom didn't even King he didn't that. even draw it though. Greg didn't even no, draw. That's it. right. You're right. It's true. Yeah. Jan- giggling but, um, giggling to himself that we were gonna blame Capullo. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but you know what? This is gonna make a nice omni to flip oh, through God with the damn. art, man. Okay, because the, the yeah. art, 
like like I said, man, when me with comics, man, it's like even if the story's shit, it's like if the art's good, man, uh, I'm happy enough with that, man. I don't I don't know what I think about this last issue. Like going into something like this, there's so much expectation. Like Snyder, our friend, he's a great salesman, man. He's been pitching this forever, and uh, we knew about it a year ago. So I have the muffin top method with comic books. You know when you get a muffin, but you just want to eat the muffin top and leave the rest. <laughs> it's like you, you got to take away the good out of comic because fucking comic books. And you just it's give like, the stumps to the homeless. and and there's plenty of good things to take away from it even this last issue like you know joke you know the joker showing up to fight batman or laughs at artwork i mean that one panel where literally wonder woman's like nose diving down yeah and it's just one i'm like so if you could if you could even lop off the last two maybe even three issues not even finish the fucking story don't lie and say you wouldn't be happy with the spin-offs they did of each of the Batman of uh, the Nightmare Batman. That was the best part. And yeah, and the the, the tie-ins for Suicide Squad, uh Titans, Teen Titans, awesome. what was the other one? Green Arrow. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. those uh, Gotham, yeah, the Gotham Resistance. Yeah, dude, all those that that These shit could was... do ongoings, man. Some of this stuff could have ongoings, man. It's like, yeah. you know, it's like on justice level shit. So. I think I think for me part of it is I I've been saying it since uh those spinoffs and tie-ins where, you know, every month it's like, how many issues are left? There's only two issues left. What the fuck? There's only two fucking issues left? It's like, I think it's almost like I didn't want the, the issue to end. So I honestly, like, went into it not wanting to like this issue because it was going to be the last one. I'm like, I'm not going to like it. It's fucking ending the story that I like. But I actually liked it. And I, I actually think yeah. that it was a perfect bow tie at the end. A little 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 bow tie on, on Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing bow tie. Swamp Thing bow tie at the top of your little present that said, like, here's everything nice and neat, and we're not stuffing anything in this box that you didn't want. You know, we're keeping it nice and... Fr- it's like the ending of Breaking Bad, where it's like, it was exactly what you wanted to see. It's it's neat. Yep. They're not trying to fucking shove anything down your throat. You know, the Nazis I, die. All that shit. Well, I guess it's I, more I, like... Um, you know all the shit that goes on in the world, like a nice little ending where all the Justice League members are dancing and fucking around. It's well, like in, they're yeah, lying themselves the whole, though, because they say that they're lying. It's like they they haven't told everybody else what's actually coming. They said, you know, so yeah. it's almost uh, like they're lying Bruce, to each other. It's Bruce Clark that, and that, uh, one of them. That that scene with them all at the table after everything was done. Dilly dilly. Uh, it, <laughs> immediately reminded me of the end of Kingdom Come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it ends with. There. Superman, Wonder Woman, and Bruce uh, in the, in that restaurant. Yeah, um, I think I, I think for people that maybe didn't care for the last issue, I'd have to say go back and now that this now that the arc's over, read issues one one through six. You know, with, you know, in its entirety, mm-hmm. not taking breaks, form a different you know form an opinion. Stop, stop fucking I'll, around is what you say. I'll be honest with you. I was because you know they showed Dream and like what well, yeah, that's Dream issue four. I was expecting to see Sandman at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I, I like. Like Tom said, um, that's why with issue six, I'm like, okay, how the fuck are they going to wrap this up? You know, the Justice League are getting their asses kicked every issue. They come up with this is how we're going. This is how we're going to beat Barbados, and then they get shit on. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen Sandman, so I was, I was expecting. You know, this is going to be same as every, a lot of other arcs or a lot of other stories where the landing kind of misses I, I enjoyed the i enjoyed this last issue to be honest with you mm. yeah me too it's like you almost think you you want it to end in a certain way but you don't know what mm. how you yeah, want it to end so it's like yeah 
that, that's those... the that's the difficulty for anyone that that writes a story that goes on a while like this has so much hype around it. So much hype, there's uh, so much invested. build up in know. their heads, like you know, like uh, have some expectation. I'm sure people don't even know in their head what they wanted to have happened. But yeah. if you build it up so much, it becomes impossible for, for any me. possible ending for it to to actually live up to the expectations you've built up. Yeah. Less, I think yeah. that's why so many stories that win Eisners and things like that are one shot because there's no time for for people to build up what the ending is going to be in their minds. I'm curious what the other reviewers out there are going to say about it when it comes out. I'm hoping this multiverse floods over into DC Black Label, or it should be a thing where maybe they some Justice League somehow invent this transporter through different multiverse, and you can monitor all these multiverses. Yeah, transporter. If you had a I mean, DKR ongoing on the where the issue number is, it could show what Earth it is underneath it, you know, and have stuff like that. Just like you know, then you could have all these different continuities coexisting. You know, that would that would be amazing. Just think yeah, about yeah, how well cool. DC just, would do. Yeah, just just have a, a a title running that's titled Batman minus one. So yeah. it's you know Batman from Earth negative. Yeah, one. exactly. Like and you would show Batman what multiverse Batman. it is, where near with the issue numbers or whatever, and you could, it's like endless a, it's possibilities. Like multiverses, multiverses occurring underneath, like the underneath the surface of the main of the main like prime ones like you know storylines right yeah, it's also like it's there like, wouldn't be such thing as elseworlds anymore it's yeah just it's all just all at universes. the same time it's it's like, like i think that's how dc should function like some multiverses should be under black label with a mature rating like sub but they could still coexist you know like sub levels you could be like yeah like, be like you know you, you, like the underbelly like the underbelly and it could be written by dan jurgens the underbelly <laughs> of, of the dc universe and then dan jurgens can write twitter <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna make a really nice omnibus Dark Knight's metal. I hope. Sure. I hope it's the the main story with the tie-ins and the one shots. Right? He said we're getting one of those. All three. All that. Yeah, the omnibus should collect all that stuff. Okay, because I'm and I want a slipcase cover. We'll talk to Scott about this. Then yeah, I want. Um, what I'd do you like want? Yeah, let's make. The, let's make. Let's well, make an order I, right now. That Batman who laughs, black and white statue. Yeah. Oh man! <laughs> I mean, come on. Talk about hype. I mean, we were talking about the hype. They had to have had this design way before Toy Fair. They, they knew this probably in issue two. Um, Doomsday Clock, number four. So, Reggie, who was this world's, this story's Rorschach, uh, is in Arkham Asylum, yeah. right? He got thrown the fuck in there by Batman last issue. Spoilers! Yeah. So this guy's a little delusional as well. Is he like Sky almost like a paranoid Sky schizophrenic Yeah, yeah he's schizophrenic, right? bro. Well, Dude. He's, he's one of the victims of Adrian's uh, alien attack thing from Watchmen. Bro, so he's, he's, got, he's all he, messed up in the head. He's got PTSD and possible beginnings of a, of a schizophrenia, bro. Possible STD. Uh, but the issue, N-E-R-D. you have to keep up with what's going on in the issue because it jumps back and forth Yeah. between his his time when he was institutionalized before he became Rorschach yeah. and then jumping to his time Arkham. Uh, in Arkham after uh, after Batman. I'm not going to lie. I was very I was very much confusion a couple of times because <laughs> I am yeah. confusion. because there was that one part where it's uh, in the past tense. And he's showing, uh, walking into, I guess, even a boarding school, right? They show him going to boarding school that he was dropped off by his parents. And then that cuts to a flash. Technically, that would have been a flashback to boarding school. Then, like, a, and a flash, mini flash forward to him getting his ass kicked 
at the at at the present psychiatric. Oh no, at, at Arkham, and then he turns and he sees uh, Mister Freeze uh, eating a snow cone in his cell. And then I think there was like a flashback where he was at his psychiatric hospital. So I'm like, holy shit, wait, what the fuck? Like, Mr. Freeze was in the Watchmen universe? Hang on. So I kind of got a little bit of confusion there. But uh, it, one, I had to read this issue, I'm not lying, three times. Three times I read this issue to like iron out exactly the time frame and what's going on and all that stuff. And I like uh, Jeff Johns is too smart for his own good. <laughs> yeah, because it's like this is a building block with this main story every two months and you're getting a little glimpse of it and it's it's dense within itself and it's kind of like, it's you also, know. It's also an oversized issue, isn't it? Or at least like they're, you're getting a lot of uh, story. But I... um. He did. He did. Wasn't last issue a uh, an issue for um, Marionette and uh, uh, mime? Yeah, yeah. A lot of it was them. Yeah. yeah. So this is kind of like the Rorschach version of that, where you're getting all his backstory and it's bridging the gap as to why he's working with uh, Vate and uh, why he. Because in the first couple issues, I think Batman. I don't know who's asking him. Oh no, it was Marionette and Mime. We're asking him, "Why are you working for him? Like, what's going on here?" And he goes, "I'm not working for him. Like, I have to work with him." Kind of thing. So it gave a lot of insight, at least, this issue. And uh, it is very deep. It's just there's layers upon layers of what's going on. But to be honest, like I think it cleared up more for me than it didn't. I was a little, con- not confused, but there was a lot of questions in the last three issues that uh, didn't seem to have too many answers. But this one had a bunch of answers. Yeah, this served up everything about why uh, he's Rorschach, how we got to be there. And we learn a lot about his past, that his father was Kovac's uh, psychiatrist, sort of. Yeah, that was crazy. And, you know, was, was seeing, you know, that he was actually a good man. And, uh, yeah, everything that came of that, how uh, had actually gone looking for Adrian to kill him. And then he meets Mothman. Yeah, Mothman from yeah. The, uh, one of the original Minutemen. Yeah. <laughs> the first time we see him, he's and on a rooftop. Naked. He jumps off naked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, was like damn. At first. I was like, the Trunkler's up having a nice little uh, time out, getting some, getting some uh, fresh air out there. Oh yeah, Blue yeah. Clothes, some wings of trunks. And then if you read the, uh, the if letters. you read the letters in the back of the issue, yeah, you you really need to read that that uh, epilogue part of of every issue because it gives you a lot of background. It gives you this insight. one while it's just a series exactly while this one is just a series of letters from Byron to his estranged sister. It gives the it gives the whole story of why he was helping Reggie mm. and you know, what it meant to him to be helping him. and why she shows up at all at the end. Yeah, because it's almost like she comes out of nowhere and you're like, "What the fuck? Who is this? Where are you coming from?" You know, you're like, "Hold up, wait a minute!" But then you read the letters and you realize what's going on. Yeah, exactly. who's he meets Jane Doe as well in Arkham. Um, that's what she calls herself, but that's that's uh. uh I took it as uh, it's what's his name's sister, right? The Mothman helps him escape as well, and then he treks out to um, wherever uh, Ozzy is, right? Yeah, he yeah he goes out to uh, to Adrian's uh, hideout in the Arctic. Yeah, because yeah, Mothman leaves him a, like a package with a letter, bottles of water, some food, and the Rorschach mask. Oh shit! And so then it cuts back over to the Batcave where they show that that mask of the dude with the the beard and glasses. The psychiatrist. So is that ba- yeah. So yeah, so Bats was being the psychiatrist on the cover, trying to yeah. figure out what's going on. That's, that's this... why he asked him. You know, he started asking leading questions about uh, how he got involved with with Batman and yeah, what yeah. his business was with him. Have you ever yeah. seen him naked? 
how they big keep, is this thing? Yeah. They, they showed the Killer Croc and um, Mr. Freeze's yeah, that's cell cool. in Arkham like in this issue as well. And then the bug got zapped. And, and, uh, it's a pretty dense issue, man. <laughs> Fucking Jeff John. Did you, did you get how uh, when it zaps the bug at the very end and it shows like the little residual, it's the uh, the sign of uh, the symbol for... Um, Dr. Manhattan. Dr. Manhattan. And it's just the same blue glow. Yeah. I didn't notice that the smoke from the mosquito... Forms yeah. that they completely went away from it for a while. Uh, like they said, they were going to when Rebirth started. They said uh, we're setting up you know, the Watchmen thing with the Rebirth issue, that DC Universe Rebirth issue that mm-hmm. started everything. That's right. But then yeah. Jeff said, you know, then we're going to step away and we're going to give all our writers a year or two to just tell stories yeah. and not have to worry about the the overarching story that's going on through the mm-hmm. universe. And then and then he. Uh tried to save the DCU, the DCEU, and then yeah. Warner yeah. Brothers chopped uh, Jeff Johns into a million little pieces. <laughs> and... Shout out to the fans who made that fan-made Justice League movie, or I don't know what they did. What, what did they do? What's going on? A little, ju- little they, side note for news. They um, took uh, they took the recently released Justice League. I think they've been doing it since the digital version came out. It's been about a month. <laughs> and they chopped together... Um, they chopped together, like... What's his name? Uh, Hans Zimmer music to the back of parts. They, nice. They re-edited in um, the Superman deleted <laughs> scenes. Um, there's not much that they really could do though. They just changed the coloring, yeah, yeah. and they the so from what I've seen. I mean, it, people have been uploading little like clips from their phone filming the video, and it sounds I I don't know I have to watch it, but it sounds like two fucking uh, tr- soundtracks over each other. So I don't know how well they were able to remove the music from the movie and actually overlay Hans Zimmer over it. I mean, I I I, I like what they did with it, but um, Danny Elfman, man. You know so what they weird. did is they took some. They, what they did was they took something that was already chopped up into a bunch of pieces and they chopped it up even more. Yeah. And uh, so I don't know how much better it can be. Still out selling Ragnarok. <laughs> the fucking crazy. I can't believe yeah. that. I know. Like what the fuck? I, I can. I guess it's just because it's fucking Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman, and Thor is Thor, and Thor has never been, you know, that much of a deep pull for fans who, yeah. as far as movies go, is not necessarily the comics. I'm sure, you know, he's where the fuck it's were like those people as... when the the movie came out in the theaters? That's what I want to know. <laughs> yeah, I know. You show up now. Seriously, it's like dude. the same people going to Toys R Us right now. Fuck you. <laughs> I where were you? Where were you all this happened. time? We needed you. Seriously, man. Uh, the, the saddest thing about the Toys R Us thing is that what two days or something after we found out that they were all closing, uh, the founder passed away. Yeah. Yeah. Died of a broken heart. It, it, yeah. It just killed him. It literally, you know, you couldn't take it. Fucked up. So so did um the guy. I think the guy. I think the guy who um. Created, started Blockbuster yeah. passed away this week too. Because he was trying to rent, to, he was trying to rent Justice League. Or no, he was trying to rent Ragnarok at Redbox, and they said they were they weren't even showing it at Red. So he just has a fucking heart attack right then and there. Okay, Couldn't no. believe it. Napster messed everything up. Um, Lars so, Lars messed everything up. So Batman Detective Comics number nine seventy seven. This yeah. is Bat. Was this it called was an Batman issue? Batman Eternal Part Two. Batman. Yeah. Eternal, yep. um, which was a nice throwback to uh, Tynion's Batman Eternal run, right? Yeah, I don't know who, yeah. I don't know who did uh, was, Really cool paneling in this book. Colors. The art Tim was Drake's so good. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. Uh, we'll uh, have... I, I, 
I loved how the the flash, well, not really a flashback, but the what we see, like we get this really jarring. Uh, wait, what's going on here? We see Tim has stopped being Red Robin and has gone away to school. Then why the fuck is his name Red Robin? Every time I hear that name, I think of that that branch. It's like a chicken sandwich <laughs> branch, it's right? Burger joint. Burger Red joint. Red Robin. <laughs> Flash that we're seeing of of Tim gone away to school. We find out afterwards. Uh, this is real normal timeline. Tim was being shown uh, this this footage from the future, yeah. and this was the actual event that caused uh, the time cop Tim Drake, the future Batman, to come back in time to try to stop Batwoman. That yeah. that was actually <laughs> it's what like it Terminator was. Two falling in and stopping uh, stopping Batman. Kind of cool. The the president orders the colony to bring in Batman and they kind of like declare martial law on Gotham and, and then you see Batman with a, a yellow oval bat logo on his chest and I'm like what the fuck like and, and with no <laughs> cowl on just throwing down yeah dude I was like yo they, they brought the oval back it's crazy like and then you see that uh, it was uh you know shit's shit's going crazy shit's in the um freaking Kate Kane has that awesome suit on it's pretty much the Batwoman super with a a red colony logo on her chest, which is yeah. pretty badass. So, you know, not only is Poison Ivy a helpless teenager now, but uh, Batwoman is a bad she's militant a villain right now. So, yeah, we don't know close. what the fuck's going on. Yeah, shoots Batman. Um, and then we learn that uh, it's Tim Drake in this virtual reality simulator for training for different scenarios, monitored by um, what's that dude's name that used to work for the company? Uh, Ulysses. Uh, yeah, like he was when a hipster. The when uh, the future Tim Drake had come back in time, uh, Ulysses had recovered this. All of this footage from uh, the computer data, the digital data that that Tim had from the future, and he showed it to this Tim because that that was the future. Right. Yeah. So, so he was showing it to him to to bring him over to his side. So the, in the future, Batman puts on the oval again. All right. Cool. Yeah, in, in that future. <laughs> yeah. It's only um, a few years. It's only a few years from now. So you know. Yeah. Gotta make that drastic change. Trying to work with Tim, and then uh, Batwing is working along with uh, Kate Kane. Uh, yeah, Asriel as well, huh? Asriel's yeah, they were uh, they were both invited to join the colony. Is that Asriel with the the hipster half shaved head? Is that him? No, that's uh, uh, those that's, are just yeah. two uh, colony Sh- some schmucks. Oh yeah, some colony yeah. schmucks. Yeah, grunt John colony. Yeah, that didn't get to go out to dinner. So that was, what's really interesting is um you have these two colony members in like those kind of like militant bat suits and then all of a sudden it looks it's like something gets overridden is that brother eye is that what happened yep. yeah. yeah that's uh Ulysses using brother eye to uh, control them I like this because brother eye is no joke especially if you guys ever read the um, the Batman Beyond with Tim Drake not too long I know Trunks was reading it because we have reference to brother eye as brown eye um <laughs> it gets really interesting man like global satellites controlling yeah. everything and whatnot so well and it was all created Very by Skynet. bruce created that uh that, that program of brother of uh, brother eye uh, that one panel where um you know the two guys put their uh, the two soldiers that didn't get to go out to dinner they're bitching about mm-hmm. well we should kind of take on as they're putting their armor on they go to update their computer system inside their suits and then yeah, it's like like updating sound siphon right before recording. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I I heard Takashi Six Nine music started playing in their helmets actually. Oh, <laughs> disgusting! 
<laughs> no wonder I mean, they're all like brainwashed. That, bottom, that one bottom panel where it shows the two soldiers with the red eyes and the kind of the, the lights are gleaming out from the eyes. Yeah. I thought that was pretty badass. And that they just hotboxed Takashi's uh, uh, Dugati. So who's who's controlling? <laughs> who's controlling? Is it Ulysses that's controlling that, or is that somebody else? Is it, it's yeah, it's uh, Ulysses is pulling the strings here with Brother Eye to uh, control push the colony. Him. Yeah, to, yeah well, well, he's doing it to push Tim into joining him. Into joining him, Ulysses is basically going out on his own now because you know he's. Uh, I, I don't think that he's with, uh, the with the colony. Anymore. Yeah. yeah, so he's I just think... out on his own, and he has control of Brother Eye, and he he got all this tech and everything. Because yeah. Bats ain't gonna let him in the cave. Is it's what's going on, right? Well, and bro- Brother Eye is uh, like the the. Brown eye. Artificial, the best artificial intelligence you can ever think of. <laughs> so it's not. It's Ulysses no Siri. Yeah. No. <laughs> He's not Very controlling cool. the soldiers. He allowed uh, Brother Eye, the artificial Brown intelligence, Eye. over the suits. So Brother Eye is controlling the Basically makes the guys go to sleep because he cuts off the ox soldiers. There's humans in there, but nothing about the robots, kind of. So Drake's trying to warn, Tim Drake's trying to warn a Batman about this then, right? Well, coming back around because he, I think he's just trying to, to clear his head and get back with Batman. You know, he just wants to feel like things are normal for a bit. Yeah. So shows up to just, you know, wants to spend the night punching faces with Bruce. <laughs> yeah. But then uh, Ulysses is uh, you know, just interjecting himself into this to try to push Tim into seeing that he needs to go and work with him. And then you got these two um, colony members pretty much lighting up a bar with machine futuristic machine guns. Good issue, Detective 977, man. You know what, man? Detective has not disappointed since it started. I think Detective is the most consistent run out of the Rebirth era man like it is never let down i don't know man I, I think trunkler would argue that green arrow's got that crown Shit, no, <laughs> that is true, man. real quick if i could highlight pleasure uh was reading robert venditti's last arc i read it all man i read like the last like five issues of uh the zod arc um all oh, right yeah yeah man um, it's yeah. fucking cool dude like if anybody likes general zod oh. just a cool arc cool story zod is portrayed really awesome spoilers he has a, a kid now with one of the other surviving kryptonians and um i haven't really seen him get super evil but he's like a very curious little cat and zod's like explaining things to him uh as they go along and it's interesting because i like the way they portray zod as he's like he he's almost like tyrannical in his ways but he's justified in his crazy mind he's justified but even in the ways he's explained to his son you know, because his wife gets all pissed off and erratic and she doesn't want him learning about um, the Green Lanterns. And he's like, no, 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 our son needs to know about this. And he goes, the Green Lanterns can be seen as kind of like the police or even an army. And like he's very like calmly, exp- even though he's at fucking war with them, he's explaining to his son like at a sit down dinner with Hal Jordan, who's his captor, uh, who's his captive, like what the Green Lanterns are, and what they stand for and all this stuff. So uh, mm. I just highly recommend it. The art was awesome. Story was awesome. Trunks, I believe Venditti is no longer going to be writing this, right? Or I don't oh, even really? know. If, no, see, I didn't know about that. I don't even know Damn. if uh, this – did they cancel this book? I'm not sure. But um, I think oh, it's I a think sleeper so. book, man. I, it's one that I haven't been reading a lot of, mm-hmm. but I know that when I saw that Zod was spinning out of action comics and into the Green Lan- Hal and the Green Lantern, I really wanted to read it. So, And they got everybody in there. They got Jon Stewart yeah. in there, um, Kyle Rayner. Uh, Guy Gardner, yeah, the whole Green Lantern Corps. yeah, everybody. The the whole series that they even brought back. If anybody who um, people who have read the 
kept up the Green Lanterns even before New 52 and everything. They brought back the controllers in one arc. Yeah. But this one, I was so I was excited to see Zod. And then a, a few issues ago, the end they made was Zod, his son, and his wife about to go head to head against the entire Green Lantern Corps. And they fuck them up. See the Eradicator in it. Yeah. Oh yeah, Eradicators. Oh, yeah. Eradicators is one of them because if uh, in in the pages of Action Comics they explain how uh, Zod becomes uh, in control of uh, the quote unquote Krypton of uh, when how, when Booster Gold and Superman are jumping around in time, and he's using Eradicator as like one of his foot soldiers, and it's just badass. The story's cool. Uh, the art is yeah. really really awesome. I mean, it's just a little something that if you if you like Zod, if you like Green Lantern. Very cool story, strong writing, uh, great art. So, And it's cool to see, too, the way they explain Zod is they even describe him in this as the evil Superman, which you don't. I don't think a lot of people like realize that Zod has all the powers that Superman does, except he has no limits. So he's ruthless in using them. And it's kind of like what you see in these uh, issues is how Zod is just absolutely ruthless and willing to do whatever it takes to win. And uh, it's awesome. Oh, yeah. We have uh, the Terrific. Yeah, the Terrific's uh, has been fun so far. This is issue two that comes out this week. Uh, so this is Jeff Lemire and Ivan Reese writing this. Oh, good uh, team. But yeah, a bit a bit of an odd combination, but it's an odd combination of characters in the team too. So that kind of makes sense. Uh, if you didn't read issue one, this largely spins out of metal because you have Mister Terrific and Plastic Man who came together in metal uh, and they end up with metamorpho rex mason uh, if you watch the animated series uh, and what what was he in i think he was in beware the batman did they use him in that but uh, metamorpho is a cool character but uh through uh crazy experiments uh done being done by simon stagg they end up in the dark multiverse and they meet this girl there who had been lost by herself stuck in the dark multiverse for most of her life and uh they end up uh finally uh escaping the dark multiverse getting back through the portal but uh things are all messed up now uh they're they're all affected by the by their time in the dark multiverse i've been wanting i've been wanting <laughs> to get into good. this series for a bit just by when i when i heard that lamir is writing it i mean he's no slouch <laughs> i mean <laughs> i mean no, i mean, I mean <laughs> I mean, like, look at the stuff that he's written i mean it's been good i mean he's right uh descender with uh, Dustin Nguyen, even, you know, jump over to Marvel for a tad bit. Uh, he wrote the first um, 10 issues, uh, or the first arc or two of Thanos. Yeah, he wrote 20-something issues of Old Man Logan. Uh, he's created things like Sweet Tooth, Underwater Welder. He's won Eisner's, and he's a very uh, celebrated yeah. creator. He's also from California, I think, too, right? Lemire? Yeah, California boy. Oh, no, he's... Uh, He's a 20 minutes away from me. Oh, uh, Northern California. Okay, <laughs> gotcha. Northern California. <laughs> yes. Well, we, I mean, we still claim him. But yeah, he, <laughs> yeah he's, he's from right out here. Uh, the first story that he wrote was called uh, Tales from Essex County. Nice. Well, and just the, um, the the characters in the Terrifics, it's kind of an oddball, but it made me you know pique my interest, so I, I, I plan on reading that as well. Is this part of uh, the New Age of Heroes for DC? Yes, yeah, it's I believe that. it was considered as part of that. Yeah, it is. It is one of those titles, uh, even though I, I don't think it really needs to be. But sure, you know, I see it fitting into that's uh, with that sort of being almost an imprint on its own. 
Yeah. Uh, with all the new characters, but aside from the girl that they uh, encounter in the Dark Multiverse, she's the only one that I think was a new character, unless she was around before and I just didn't know her. Hmm. But uh, everyone else, we already knew. I'm cool. looking forward to the New Age Heroes, man. Especially Immortal Men. I'm really looking forward to that one. Yeah, that's the one that I've been wanting to read the most, I think. Yeah, Jim Lee's doing it too. Uh, I don't know, the team looks cool, man. It's like a Spectre, it's like a Native American girl. Um, you mean James Lee? It's some like weird... Are you going to get a, a head sketch from him? I heard it's like on sale for 35 grand not too bad bro. yeah i think we're gonna do a euro trip instead <laughs> uh any other bonus cameras uh, trunkler did you read uh ww yes sir oh how was the how was wonder woman boy uh, another good issue um people who are needing to catch up we we know that wonder woman has a, a brother um what? jason our half brother that was one also, of the two origins uh, right that uh they started with rebirth something like that yeah um, we saw Dark side after he was killed by the anti monitor in the Dark Side Wars, um, drawn beautifully by Payback. We've seen him go from Dark Side going from like a baby all the way. Now he's a full grown, you know, back to what we all what we always know as Dark Side. And this issue uh, jumps in with Wonder Woman. Um, she has two of the Fury captive, and they're strapped to a chair. And she wants to know what Dark Side he's been collecting these artifacts, and we don't know what the artifacts are for. Um, one thing I thought was kind of cool was. Uh, these two Furies are kind of chained to this, to these chairs. And one woman's like, you know, I could just use my lasso of truth on you and find out what Darkseid's planning. I think I'm going to give you the more honorable way. And as she says that, the, the restraints come undone. The so woman's like, I'm just basically saying, I'm just going to kick your ass Damn. and you're, I'm going to force you to tell. So, uh, nice. we do get to see a pretty cool fight between one woman and two of the Furies. Damn. Uh, Darkseid, uh, we finally, you know, the artifacts are being held by Argus and, one of Argus's uh, military facilities, and uh, Darkseid and Grail are in the Amazon, that Amazonian forest. Not the same as the Mascara, but uh, for anybody who might be confused, but Darkseid basically had built this giant machine, and instead of being boob tube, uh, Grail even asked, well, "Why don't we just use the boom tube to go to Argus?" And Darkseid just kind of laughs and says, "Well, you know, check this out." And he activates this boom tube, and actually, <laughs> this giant portal flies into the Argus building and actually transports 75% of the building to him. So instead of him having to go to them, he just brings everybody to his to, to, to fight him. Um, and it ends up at the very last panel is you know, Darkseid standing there and he's basically saying, um, and this is it, Amazon, our final battle. So says Darkseid and his eyes are glowing and one woman standing there saying, understood great darkness, no quarter asked for, none given. And we're about to see Darkseid and one woman go toe-to-toe yeah wonder woman's been getting a lot of spotlight man between this and uh i think she had a great role in metal i really liked Mm -hmm. and the way capullo drew her just so and now you got what phil jimenez doing the artwork for the black label wonder woman coming out looks amazing as well it's almost as if she had like you figure she had like a movie that came out i don't know (laughs) i mean Um, the, the the writing's been good um the artwork has been hit or miss recently ever since um nicholas scott and greg rucka left the, the yeah. title but i mean this issue the the art's really good um this is a nice story arc we're about to see dark side i mean fuck's sakes <laughs> you know, dark side actually fight you know the strongest amazonian warrior 
on the planet. You know how they had that Justice League Power Ranger crossover? Oh my god, that? I forgot about that. You know what? That, that sucks so much because I would have loved the Justice League Voltron crossover. I think that would have been phenomenal. Why did the Power Rangers are so corny, man? I was just, I don't they're, know. Dude, they have a that. huge underground, or not, I mean, it's, it's mainstream. They have a huge mainstream following. They do. It's weird because it was pretty much the Deadpool to Voltron. You know what I mean? Like, you know, just the, uh, the parody that took off. And, and Power Rangers is like a parody of Voltron, but it just took I th- off. I think, yeah, because like, it's it's the it's the baby Voltron. It's the little kid Voltron. You know what I mean? They, it's, it's so goofy. It's yeah, like, it's, it's, it's so cheesy, but but it's super popular. And it's cause, damn, like, yo, Voltron Justice League would have been amazing, it's dude. What it, it's, Look it's, at Voltron fighting Darksiders. It's like Takashi 6 9 dude. <laughs> oh, it's like, yeah, man. It's like... Um, put Skittles on the teeth. Like, I, I can't think of a better version of that. You put it's Skittles on the teeth, dude. The Power Rangers are Skittles. Taste the rainbow. It's funny because I was thinking about how Volt, the new Voltron Netflix show is phenomenal. And I was like, yeah, why did Power Rangers get a movie in a Volt? And then I'm thinking, nah, fuck that. I don't want no fucking movie, man, because you can really ruin something with a movie if it's not done right. So I was like, all yeah. right, you know what? Maybe just, just let it be and whatnot. But it would have been cool to see them meet with the Justice League. Because, you know, the whole theme is these group of people form something bigger than themselves to fight something colossal. So, you know. And that's kind of like the Justice League. Pretty much. Individ- you know. Individually, they might not be able to, like, Dark Side. Individually, a lot of them yeah. probably can't fight Dark Side, but as a team, yeah, they come together and just like Dark Side War, it's the best example, man. Seeing them come together to fight the comic books, comics, comics, um, comics, comics, man. Um, and uh, just to finish up, uh, WonderCon. Any, any news come out of WonderCon? All right, so we saw some new uh, a new page. Finally, we're gonna see fucking. I mean, Brainiac hasn't been in Rebirth, and uh, even in New Fifty Two. I mean, he was at the beginning of uh, like Action or Superman or something. <laughs> Oh my goodness, Jordano's. Um, <laughs> Holy shit. Jeez, um, boy. Now there's sausage and peppers there. Like sausage and peppers. <laughs> Total Tourette's there. My fucking microphone just fried, dude. Fucking. <laughs> my computer restarted. <laughs> Cashier69 just retired. Alright, man. I locked it, man. <laughs> Wanna wrap it on up there? Just... I don't think Robin can ask Face. his question. I know. No, but uh, as surely as uh, Legends Lego Batman bought himself a Jason Fabric oh sketch God. today, uh, we had the Trunkler in our presence today. Yeah. And this um, this episode has been brought to you by uh, Jessica ne- Negri. Yep. <laughs> Getting all uh, ethnic with uh, the pronunciation of her name. Negri. <laughs> <laughs>